Welcome to AP That's It, where we share our experience as first-generation Haitian-Americans through our different perspective on our culture while creating a safe space. I'm Elisa Fania. I'm Soraya. Welcome. Sorry for my loud-ass fan in the back. I'm going to turn it off as soon as I get a chance. Welcome <laughs> to AP That's It. <laughs> oh, welcome, we some, welcome. Yes. We, we have some, some yes. I'm so excited. It's right? been such we a long excited. time. Well, we have some, we've had some guests in the past, uh, but we've got three on to them. One might join randomly. We don't even know. It's going to be a surprise for everyone, but we expect the latest. So are we surprised? Probably not. <laughs> uh, we have Greg. Hey, Sakpase. What up? What up? What up? Sakpase. Yeah, popcorn it off to one of our guests since you can see who it is. Greg, tell us who else we have with us. Oh, we have T Lolo, aka Eloria, aka T Lolo, T Lolo. Yo, Sakpase. I'm Eloria. Okay, Lori. Okay, Lo. They said T Lolo, don't call me that. <laughs> Sexy Lolo. Um. I'm gonna make sure I tag you. Glad today. it's tagged because I didn't even say it this time, so it's working. <laughs> we yeah. also have Eileen. Hey, what up, what up, what up? What up? I'm in the house this time. E F D H H I Eileen. What's right? I was trying to get to I. Because I saw the letters. Listen, you made her giggle. You made her laugh. That's all that matters. And that's great. Lisa said no. As you can see, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, You know, I'm just trying to get life uh, to run a little smoother. Uh, (laughs) But we're all shaking our heads. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of like changes. since I now live at home, I have a roommate, and <laughs> um, Grandma now has a an at home nurse. So, just new people in the house. Oh, you know, I didn't know just, that actually happened. I know it was it. It was, This is the second um, nurse. The first one couldn't fit the schedule. So yeah, that's happening, and we just moving and grooving. What do you and say, Lori? No, Lori's sh- shaking her bangs. <laughs> no, no, Chester. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so happy to have you guys here. Um, so let's move into. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lisa. I do this all the time, girl. I thought you had. When there's it. other groups of people, <laughs> I don't even know how to act. <laughs> I'm like, forget that. She's fine. She told me she was fine earlier. Side class, Lisa. I'm very, very well. Well, no, just one very. Wow. Just one very. Oh, she um, took a very out. I am staring into this camera. I do not know how y'all have worked for so long. I was speaking to Eileen about this. Working? Ugh. This is disgusting. It's not it. It's not it. But I'm trying to figure out if it's working or figuring out the fact of just like, since we're like, there's this, this topic going around today for some imposter syndrome, because I had something to do that I sincerely just did not know how to do it. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. So I danced and then I went on some YouTube. That's beautiful. And <laughs> apparently it was amazing. But in my soul, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I just did. <laughs> 
But you know, it worked out. In your soul? I don't know. It's just weird. But um, it's I don't know if it's that, if the anxiety is to that or just back to just like working. So I'm trying to like figure those two out. But other than that, I'm well. I'm well. Things are moving. I'm on this juice cleanse like always. You know, there's always a quarter that I'm on a juice cleanse. Today's day two. I almost ate a burger. I'm not going to lie to you. But you didn't. You didn't. Hey, you didn't. But yeah. But we can, you know, move on for me. Let's see what the streets. Conti Munio. Ki Munio. Kita Munio. Jesus. The streets. Apparently the streets are open all where. Everywhere. Actually, everywhere. remember, um, <laughs> that person says only in Florida the streets are open. So. Yeah, the Grammys just happened. I mean, I understand they use the COVID rules, but. Yeah, they, I forgot that. It, <laughs> Grammys like happened. A lot, a lot is happening. Let's really, talk about the really, nice things, you know? Queen B won how many? She, 28, I believe, is the historical number. Well, and she won three. She won three. Oh, I brought her to 28, which there you is... go. Do the math. <laughs> yeah. Tell Lily. Now you can use that as an example for Lily. Girl, how many no, 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 no. did Beyonce win? Plus, Blue, Blue Ivy's Ivy. Grammy. What does that equal now, girl? <laughs> Black girl magic is what it equals. Okay. That's beautiful. We even had those examples growing up. Um, <laughs> Did you guys watch it? Did any of you guys watch it? I don't know how to watch those things. Where do you watch I just them? watch the performances. Like on YouTube. I just watch Ooh. those. I saw That's Anderson Pack's performance. Like most of it. Anderson Pack with Bruno Mars. Yes. Oh girl, I love Did that Did you song. like it? Oh my god. We talked I about it on... The last podcast, which will be released. Girl, I played it for you on the last podcast. I still haven't, like, taken a chance. I just want to sit down and, like, absorb. I want the whole album. Honestly, I just don't want to be teased. That's real. I don't want to be teased. It's a night, because you can, what I do is I just go and I listen to Bruno Mars. I kind of transition into Bruno Mars, and I'm like, okay, I've had had enough. (laughs) You kind of transition out of it. I know this might be, like, a topic. (laughs) Well, I know this this might be a topic for another thing, but I feel like wasn't there a time where like people were getting on Bruno Mars for like doing air quotes yeah, the black music or whatever for his like his aesthetic, I guess. Yeah. But then but then there was also like this school of thought of okay, but then when actual black people were going into these other genres, like and they were talking about like Way back, like Lou Vega with the uh, Mambo Number no. Five, when Janelle Monae first came out and she was doing that type of music, no one was really checking for them. No one was really supporting that. Now yeah. all of a sudden, you know, Bruno Mars comes out with this like this like Motown kind of feel, and everybody's coming for it. And I'm like, that's just. First of all, he's good at it. One, two, he has a voice for it, and three, I don't think. I think it's more of a respect uh, for the genre rather than appropriating it. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I just thought that's that a silly conversation. It gets mad how much I enjoy what? Bruno Mars. It gets mad. You get mad. I, it gets, <laughs> I get mad of how much I enjoy Speaking Bruno, of Bruno yourself Mars. Speaking of yourself Yeah, I, I feel that way too. We kind of mentioned it in the podcast that you guys have not heard yet. Um, <laughs> you see a little jab. Because. There's no jab. What I'm saying is it was just recorded before this. I just want the reference. You're projecting. Anywho. I'm not. 
So in terms of the cultural appropriation, I think they kind of mentioned it in his interview. Um, and he was just kind of like, like, I don't know, saying like, I respect the culture. It works. This is kind of like what I want to do and I'm going to do it as good as I can. Um, and I mean, the society's backwards. So like how much, you know, filters and, you know, things can we put people through and be like, you, this is staying your lane. This is all you can do right here. Don't do nothing else. Stay right here. So it's, it's a tough conversation. I feel like people also focus on the wrong thing. Like the issue isn't that Bruno Mars is doing Motown music. Um, because him, like he seems like he does it out of respect. And like Eileen said, like he actually appreciates that kind of music. I know, it's more the people that would give Bruno Mars that platform rather than somebody who is dark skin that does the same type of music. And whether or not it's better or the same, they'll still put Bruno Mars in front because they know a majority of the people want to see Bruno Mars more than a darker skinned person. So it's really, a, it's really, the problem is our preference. It's society. And that he's able to be su- successful because of society's weird rules. So, well, even be- well, even before Bruno Mars like took, because Bruno Mars when he first came out, because he's always been a songwriter, but when he first came out with Bob way back when, I'm pretty sure Janelle Monae came out around the same time with um, what was the name of that song? Uh, Get on the no. Tightrope. Yeah, tightrope. When he she came out of tightrope, I'm pretty sure it was in the same time frame, maybe a little bit after. And that was before um, Bruno Mars even tapped into that Motown funk kind of music. Well, like what I'm what I was trying to say was that when Janelle Monet and Lou Vega want to make that type of music that's in that Motown funk old school kind of way no one wants to support it they think it's whack they think it's this they think it's that they kind of feel it it's not really blown up so then all of a sudden it's like if that's so important to you that you have to gatekeep that type of genre then why don't you support the the people that are actually doing it then you know what i'm saying if it's so it just it just doesn't make any sense because like you want to gatekeep, but then like the people that are actually doing it, that's on that side, you don't want to support or like give them the plays and give them the views and you know buy the concert tickets. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. That's that's all. I'm Catch twenty two. Um. Well, some other things going on. Well, I did want to mention because I I love this uh, couple, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Went to the Grammys and Chrissy looks amazing as always. And John wore his Versace robe because it was a stay at home Grammys. So he won. I think he won something and he probably did an acceptance speech in his robe. Like, is that not balling or what? <laughs> That's like Shia LaBeouf getting really high on a, um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on the, what was crazy. Like... With Jennifer Aniston, what is his name? Um, Morgan Friedman. <laughs> All these like A-list people just high as fuck on a Zoom call. Oh my god! Wow, that I didn't see that one. And then Thundercat one. I heard uh, Keisha Nada one too. Yes, Keisha Nada shout out. Saint John one too. 
Yeah, I liked um, how Tiffany Haddish found out that she won. I thought that was, that was a cute little super way. cute. It was as if they like planned it, but they didn't. I think they did. Um, They're like, hey guys, so if she wins, we're going to say it on air and we're going to have it this way. She's just fucking busy. Um, yeah, what else? What else is going on in the streets? Y'all have anything that you saw? That's controversial things. <laughs> anything you want to talk about? Uh, we found out about some Cremas donuts. What? I I, I should have told you guys on the air, but my God. <laughs> I think I had that same reaction. <laughs> Every time I hear it, it's going to get that out of me. So if you want more information, you can go to the Union Suites per the Haitian croissants. Oh. And she shows us how to make Cremas donuts. So, you know. That is just something that I'm going to do after this juice cleanse. I know I'm not supposed to, and I know I have a few days to wait to make this. <laughs> Come out. So let me get this straight. So they're putting cremas in <laughs> or on the donut. I'm just, I don't So know. it's like the frosting. So it's a donut a and they dip it in like a frosting, a cremas like a frosting. Glaze. Yeah. That's, that should be illegal. That's absolutely absurd. I feel like she makes some of it into the donut too. Oh yeah. Like oh. for the flavor. Oh. I still, Greg, I still can't get over our rum cake that we made once and only I'm once. about to die. That rum See? cake? Uh, Remember mm, that rum cake we made, yeah. Greg? Yeah, we got to run that back. That was good. Go I don't know how to be making them and sending them out. We put on the rum cake now. You see what I'm saying? This is crazy. Oh, see now. See, now we're going into dangerous territory. <laughs> Where does it stop, you know? Why? You don't put it you doesn't, don't it rum cake. With the strongest rum I could find, and then put cremas, the strongest cremas I could find, and drip it on top. Oh, and I'm gonna put it in a bunch so that the cremas could go down yep. each little. Yep. Hey, we, yeah. we gotta take this offline, all right? What are we doing for Christmas? Bunch, what are we doing? Everyone, we're gonna have a bun cake. We're gonna cremas have a cake kickoff. Cake. A, a cremas kickoff. <gasps> we That's should have a, a lot cake of cremas cake. I guess we, we should, should make small ones. We should have small ones. We should definitely yeah. have two scales, like one for best cake, overall taste, right? Yeah. Oh Another my god, I'm scared. Like we could do those BuzzFeed like night, tasting you know? things. Yes, I like. So that. like, this person didn't come to win because they didn't even use real cream ice. <laughs> Is that that's not even real Haitian vanilla essence? I can taste that it's this like qualified. Betty Crocker. See, <laughs> I can already tell this one dry. <laughs> <laughs> The shade, the shade they throw is so funny. I am excited. Let me write this down so we don't forget and we do this. This is going to hold us to us. This is our accountability partner. Oh, <laughs> my Christmas comes, we're like, man, make a whole cake. Wait, okay, I gotta find Kimas. <laughs> okay, but let's tap into reality. Are we assuming that the pandemonium will be yes. done? I assume your I daddy assume is frolicking in these streets. He's in my house. Well, because oh, he's because, he, because child, he's house, vaccinated. That boy has a shield around his body. So he's Frol- frolicking. But what I'm saying, I'm hoping we're all shielded is and this little Christmas. Yeah. You know, well, I'm the man for them the, to open up to all adults so I can get one. Yes. So let's yes, turn May it first. Are we thinking Pfizer or Moderna? I'm not even going to mention the third. Don't but. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, okay. no, I'm we're going to one. Pfizer or Moderna? I want Pfizer. I don't know. I want the Pfizer because that one's been tested longer. And, um, some, one of my, yeah, one of my, uh, parents' neighbors were actually on the, uh, trial, the trial, 
Why is my brain not working? Um, trial runs, trial runs, runs. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's what, what you want. So, and sorry, they, just... um, they were fine. They had no problems, no issues. Uh, they actually cheated a little bit and because it's blind. So they didn't know if they were in the placebo, placebo group or the actual group. And so they had to like, <laughs> they went to go get tested to see if they had antibodies. And they did. So then they were, they frolicked in the streets. Oh! <laughs> Girl, I, just saying, I don't blame them. I probably do the same thing because I need to know before I even like attempt to test hey. the limits of this vaccine. I need to make sure I'm not in the placebo group. Right? This is not the place to be testing that. This is not how the test will work. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So the Pfizer, because it's been tested longer, I mean, of course, the effective rate is the highest. And that's what my dad got, so <laughs> that's the one I'm gonna get. <laughs> I think he's like the medical board, uh, board of directors, um, in our family medical. So we're like, which one did? You- okay, bet. Thank you. <laughs> anything you have you heard anything different? Okay, no, no okay, bet. <laughs> uh, so we can actually just head on over to our topic this week. What are you talking about, Lisa? Is it adults? Talking to adults now that we're adults. Um, this came up just because now I'm regularly dealing with adults and I see how <clears throat> whether, you know, my guards have come down and I kind of let them see more of me. Um, I joke with my mom differently. Like, I just wanted to, like, Talk oh, about the cute. good, the bad, um, all of that, because, you know, it's a constantly changing relationship, and we all know how we grew up in terms of, like, certain things, you don't speak about certain things, um, you sweep things under the rug sometimes, um, but I think with the progressive mindset that most of our parents have now that we've kind of been like hey guys there's other ways of thinking um how have you guys ex- experienced it lisa so i still am around most of the adults or the aunts uncles and my parents so it had to change my mindset had to change a lot from thinking i'm still like a little girl talking to these people um i know it changed Mostly, I think when it really changed was my birthday last year, when I was like, oh, wow, I have a right to, like, not be offended, not care, like, not be judged, all of these things. And I don't know, there's just so much progress that's been made, and it's really beautiful to see them. I was telling, I don't know, I think I was telling Eileen, I was like, I've been seeing people's faces like I realize I have not looked at like most of my aunts and uncles or my dad's face and I'm just like oh wow you your 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 face has changed some like there are some changes there you're not You've how been I, seeing like, their faces because they're not masked anymore or no like, just in changed? general like even before like I think years ago I saw one of our uncles and I was just like wow I really have never spoken to you I've never like talked to you in your face I've never looked at like how your facial expression moves how you look like your sister yes. how you all look alike Eileen says that once Tony shaved his beard 
Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're that related to a guy. Just like, right? I was oh, like, that's your brother. You just like your brother. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it was crazy. He looked like Antoine too. All of them. Greg, how about you? How's your experience been? Yeah, I'll say the same. I think that uh, it's been interesting. Uh, I, I feel like the conversations go further. You know, it's like they're more interested in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's going on. I think there there's a level of conversation that can be had that is just different than I think what I was personally accustomed to growing up where it's just like, oh, yeah, how was school? Great. Oh, well, awesome. High five. Good job. You know, and it's like that's the end of the conversation. I'm five. Yeah, I don't like, think I high five nobody. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Lisa, your dad loves high fives. I can tell oh, you that much. That's why Bo loves <laughs> high fives. That's why you guys all have the handshake with Bo. That's yes, right. he took it to the extreme. He said, if my dad did handshakes, I'm going to take it to the extreme. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's cool like getting to speak to the different aunts and uncles, even my parents on a level that, uh, yeah, it's, it's almost like, I guess, you know, it, I don't want to call us like friends, friends, but like more friends than before, you know? Um, yeah. See them as human. human. They were never your friends, remember? I mean, they never <laughs> told us this, but we, we know moms. They might be your friendly. Friends. But they're not, not your, your friend. friends. They're not your little friends, right? <laughs> what about you, Aloria? Um, I mean, it's still a process, really. I was telling Lisa how, I guess because me and my brother were kind of like one of the last cousins to be like an actual cousin because we were the kids or the twins. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of just what it was. You guys you know, moved up the production. Seniority <laughs> I don't feel different. <laughs> like when I'm around you, I'm like, oh, like I can, I can say something, and my opinion will be respected. What? Okay. <laughs> I see you as also. an equalish. I think you're pretty equal. I think you're equal. I shouldn't say equalish. <laughs> that was terrible. I think you're pretty equal. You got responsibilities, just like us. So yeah, and like we respect your <laughs> opinions. Definitely. After uh, eighteen, I guess I still have to get used. Like I know it. I know that that's a thing. I still have to get used to. I guess actually living in that and speaking up more and stuff like that um but when it comes to talking to adults like especially with my parents too it's it's harder because i feel like especially before i went away that's another thing like me leaving was kind of like i grew up i guess by myself (laughs) like i became an adult on my own and then i'm going back and then trying to have these adult conversations and it's harder because I was a lot quieter. Even if I felt like I knew something or I had something to contribute to a conversation with an adult, I was just like, it's not my place to say something and I can't, you're going to do what you want to do. And I kind of just have to agree. Um, but now it, I'm learning how to give my opinion and um, the things that I know or think I know without, I don't know, like overstepping in any kind of way. It's harder because me, I get it from my mom. I'm pretty blunt in the way that I speak. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to, to have those adult-adult conversations but still staying in my, like, child's place, and that's in quotations. <laughs> but still staying say, in that place that makes them comfortable. I just wanted to put kind of a relation in our ages, and, like, most of us are in our upper 20s, 30s now. And the twins <laughs> that are also the cousins, but they're in their early twenties. So 
I guess you're in that gap where you're turning into an adult, so now you can start speaking to them like an adult, but you're like still kind of like, ooh, this water is a little hot. Like, you don't know what kind of reaction because you never might have uh, had that conversation before with these new insights you gain. So, ugh, more power to you. <laughs> what about you, Eileen? The adults in our family, uh, I know definitely with my parents, it's, it's, definitely different we talk about grown-up things uh more often i don't feel like there's a like a child parent kind of relationship it's more of a adult adult conversation when do you feel like that transition happened because were you were you raised Um, like that (laughs) I don't, or do I'm you think it's because sure. you have two kids now? So it's like, I'm a parent for two, so. No, I, I don't think, no, cause it happens before, before I had kids. I think it was just a natural occurrence with how, maybe how their parenting style, like once yeah. I like left the house, like they knew that I was independent on my own and I was, they raised me to be independent as well. So it's, there's always been this, um, like I'm my own person. So like if I have an Autonomy. opinion on something, I can, yeah. So like if I have an opinion on something, I, they were more than happy to hear my side of it. Like they always tried to, even with Sarah, like at the dinner table, like they tried to gauge like what our opinions are and what our perspectives are. And I think that just naturally progressed in as I aged. As far as like the other aunts and uncles, I feel like there's a, I don't think it's like a, I feel like I'm younger or like a child. I feel like it's more of a, a disconnect because I haven't had those like one-on-one conversations with them or in, even in a group, like we haven't had, I think the last conversation that we all had was, remember it was like, a, it was like a few Thanksgivings ago and we were all talking about religion. I think that was like the last conversation I remember all of us having, like, the grown-ups and the cousins having like was it with the 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 men was it like did it start with the men in the like the front or something because i don't think no i don't think so i know fernando was there for sure okay okay i I probably blocked it out then well that's what i'm saying like it was so long ago so i haven't had i don't know how i would how I am with them because I haven't had those conversations, but I know with my parents, it's a very, it's, I wouldn't say peer to peer. It's more of a, you're an adult. I'm an adult. So we're going to have adult conversations now. It's not like a, there's no, there's no teaching element. If that makes sense. Right. You're saying there's no like like, advice given. Yeah. Maybe if there's wisdom to be given, right? They take that yes, opportunity, if, but they're definitely absolutely. less, you know, rearing. Yeah. They're not, yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely can attest to the certain autonomy I did have. There was certain autonomy I didn't have, probably because I was still a child trying to be an adult. Um, but yeah, just being able to speak about your opinion and, and the reaction from the parents is is so important. Um, so I, I, I think that plays a huge role in how you transition from talking to your parents or kids, however, whichever side you want to look at it, um, into now. What about you? Yeah, yeah it's fascinating because it, I feel 
So I think um, certain parents have tools to be able to do that. And I think that certain other parents are have learned throughout the years, as well as like just seeing their children become adults, become adults. Their um, the way that they speak and the way that they have to like fully let go is very fascinating for them because it's also like them learning about themselves too and learning and healing certain wounds that yes. they've never they've never thought to heal. And then when having these hard conversations, like I'm really curious if like you guys takes on hard conversations with your parents where it's just like a hard conversation that took place or a conflict that may be going on. Like how how have you guys now having these adult adult conversations? Like how have how has it been received? How 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 has it been communicated? Anyone can take this. I can go first either. Um, from go ahead. I, no, okay. <laughs> I did say it right after you started talking. I'm sorry. Well, no. Um, I think we we talk about it offline a lot, especially when we're about to have these conversations with our parents because we haven't had them before. So it's been very anxiety ridden. Um, whether it's maybe your pride or your ego that you have to like push to the side. Um, and know that, like, just validate your own feelings because maybe they might not validate it for you and don't expect that. Like, don't expect certain things. Like, it's kind of like retraining your brain to have a conversation that maybe you didn't know how to have as a kid, which um, takes a lot of mental <laughs> brain power. Um, you were going to say something? Else? I think go ahead. Um, well, I, well, my thing was if, um, it depends on what kind of hard conversation you're about to have. Is it where they have some fault in it or is it you coming where you're at fault or is it something that you're trying to confront from the past? Like, I feel like depending on what the conversation is will det- would determine how hard it is to have that kind of conversation. Cause for me, I realized, and I just thought about that the moment I saw the transition between a child to parent to um, adult to adult is when I could Finally, well, not finally, I wouldn't say finally, because it's not like I couldn't before. But when I started seeing, realizing that I was commenting on things that were happening in their lives. So if something were to happen to my mom, I'm like, well, mom, like it shouldn't have been that way. Or you should have done this. Like when I started putting my input on their actions and behaviors and their scenarios, that's when I started to realize that, okay, this is an adult to, to adult conversation you know what i'm saying because there was no like line where it's like okay well that's right. her business that's she's an adult where they, like, like then really suppress your opinion like filing your opinion no, no i'm saying where they don't yeah. do that they're not like your opinion's not needed to hear yeah. exactly yeah. yeah it's like so when you could when i started reprimanding my mom like when they were working on the house and she, i wouldn't say she got swindled but they kind of didn't do the things that they should have done in order for her to to get the thing. Like the sink size, like the sink size. She talks about it so much. (laughs) Yes, she hates that sink. She won't let you forget about it. Well, because, well, this is the thing, because the guy, she said, I want the same thing. And I don't know why the guy thought 
Mm, okay, I'm gonna go put the smaller sink in here. So I was like, no, Mom. apparently she asked for it. That's what your dad and her kept talking well, about. She, <laughs> well, because the guy, this is the thing, but that's the problem I'm talking about is that the guy didn't specify the size. She, he says, do you want just like a regular two basin sink? He didn't say, okay, this is how small it is. He didn't bring her any pictures. He didn't do anything. So I was like, mom, you can't just assume that he knows what you're talking about and he knows and that you can't assume that he knows what he's talking about. He should about. have asked more questions on both ends. That and he should, you should have said, okay, well, what are the measurements? What it's going to look like? I got on her. I was like, this is ridiculous, mommy. The fact that you're like with the hand motions, it reminds me of how they used to talk to you, like you as a kid, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, because it's like, I understand that they're professionals, but some of those companies don't do you right. They do not have your best interests at heart. So it's it's just, it frustrated me. And then, uh, honey, the most of the time when I'm getting on them is for that damn house. So... (laughs) (laughs) So I, so once I started doing that and it was met with like, you know, laughter or like, yeah, I know, I know. That's when I, I knew that the transition had started from adult to adult. Oh, the house. Oh my gosh. The house. Is yeah. all the, the house. Wow. I just have to do it myself. That's basically it. Every day. Something. JD and I have, have re- renovated that house in our minds so many times. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it. <laughs> leave it a little long. They're not trying to do it. When they go to sell it, that's when I'll be more pushy about it. Yeah. How about you, Greg? In the sense of just like, how does um, having, I guess, the different aspects of having different hard conversations, um, whether it's you to them, you did something wrong, or all the lovely things I even said a little earlier. Yeah, I'll definitely say it's it's been, I don't know, I, I would agree with what's already been said. I'll also add that it's, in some ways, it's been very eye-opening, uh, just kind of how, like, as you transition into these life stages of adulthood and they're transitioning into, like, senior adulthood, how the roles almost start to reverse in some ways, you know. Uh, a yeah. lot of times I found that uh, growing up, you know, my parents, just like most parents, would be looking out for my best interests, letting me know when I'm heading off the tracks or, you know, teaching me basics or, or what they might have seen as basics uh, for daily survival and things like that. And now it's like the other way around. Like I'm constantly getting on my parents like, hey, you know, that's a scam call. Like we don't actually give this information over the phone or answer this text message oh, in this way or whatever. <laughs> Or, you know, something like, you know, I don't know, like we're in a pandemic, there's stimulus checks coming out and like, how do you go about finding out when you're getting yours or, you know, what to do with it or whatever it is. I don't know. But like basic things like that, uh, let me not say basic, but um, I I find that it's very, very apparent how like as they're aging, um, the roles are starting to reverse a little bit. So those difficult conversations sometimes are difficult on two fronts. For one, maybe they're not like ready to have those conversations or, or maybe you're not ready to bring it to them. And for two, it's just an acknowledgement that like time is passing, you know, people are aging, you're becoming more and more responsible. They may be becoming less and less responsible. So uh, just being aware of those things. Yeah, uh, to your point about really quick, um, the roles reversing, um, 
I always think about it like I, yeah, we're transitioning into new roles. Um, and this is what they did when they were my age, but they were doing way more because they had way more responsibilities at an yeah, earlier so age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't, I mean, hats off to you every day. I say it, you're keeping two little humans alive plus yourself and kind of, you know, yeah, you're keeping him alive. You're doing it. I know you are. So it's just, it's so much, it's just so much. And then it's like, and they're, they move on to this other part too. And we take on some responsibilities, but they have other things that they're worried about. Like, you know, my mom is taking like, you know, all, all of our parents are taking care of not only themselves, but you know, they're, they're aging. Things are different. Um, doing like i just see my mom maneuver now and she's just so different and i'm like okay so i have to step in more and and do the things that i would have asked her to do as a kid um but she won't ask me to do it because you know she's she's still an adult she can still do it she's fine but um she's transitioning into that that stage where she will retire essentially so it's been interesting to watch because it's like I'm getting ready to do what she's doing for grandma now. Maybe not in the same manner because she's a different person and she has, she's made different choices, but just kind of getting used to her as, well, she's a grandma. My mom's a grandma. Uh, I have, like, we have nephews and nieces. Like, just, you know, transitioning into this adult phase of life where it's not always about us anymore. What about you, Gloria? For me, I feel like I'm slut kind of avoid at least talking about my fault um just because i don't know i've never really had conversations where it was like getting or giving advice about specific things in my life or at least with my parents so i'm kind of i don't know i kind of just figured everything out or am figuring things out now i guess the harder conversations that i do have is if i want to bring some of those things back to them and because we've never really had like an exchange of like giving advice information right we, we never really we've never really done that before so for me to be the one to bring it back now it's now i'm scared about how it it'll be received i mean at least for the most part like with my mom i could see her i don't know whenever i'm the one to like get on her about something i see her turning into a child and i guess for me working with kids i kind of see a child in everyone so I kind of speak to them in that sense. So when I speak to my mom and I'm, I'm trying to get her to do something better or change the way she thinks or looks at looks at certain situations, I kind of just talk to her like I would talk to my kids, like just oversimplified and like kind of jokingly so that they don't get too uncomfortable about it. But Or feel um, like that you're talking to them dumb. Right. And which is not the case because like I know there's so much information that I, that I can get from my mom. Um, but there's also just me seeing a different part. Um, you say it in Creole in like a jokingly way, like, oh, this on like be and you're like, yeah, I remember when you used to call me that. Like now you're definitely <laughs> doing that and you used to reprimand me and I will call you out. Enjoy, <laughs> like, um, right. And that's and for me, that's also a good way to just kind of get us on the same page or, or just for her to see me more as an adult like if she's just yeah. saying something to me like I remember I was she was making something I was like oh this is good she's like what's your name like I keep on 
So next time I cook, and she's like, oh, wow, this is good. I was like, who's jumping from my guy? She's like, oh, okay. So you can. <laughs> so just. Hey, girl, this is the first time I've seen you make it. <laughs> but yeah, just showing her that, like, I've, I've learned some stuff, you know, but by also trying not to be like, hey, I know everything and you should change everything. But it's been okay so far. And also talking to different, like, I talked about my parents, but talking to different, it's really based on the person. Like, if I talk to Tati Milan, it's a different vibe. If I talk to Tati Maggie, it's a different vibe. You know, if I talk to Uncle Tony and Tati Babu, that's a different vibe. Tati Eva, completely. I feel like me and Tati Eva also kind of just, we just talk like it's just, like, that's You're shooting the shit. <laughs> that's your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> I think right. that's what yeah. I was kind of um, pointing to earlier when I was like, yeah, I've been talking to my mom and making jokes with her. And I was like, yeah, no wonder we're so silly. Like, you're silly. Like, you're humorous. Like, she loves jokes and laughing and her jokes are corny. And <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just a different scenario where she doesn't have to, like, I don't only share. Like, I felt like as a kid, I was, it was only discipline like the good times were like scheduled. I don't know if that made any sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, all right, your birthday's coming, so we're gonna do something for your birthday. Or maybe it's the weekend, and she doesn't have to like do the things that parents do during the week that make them annoyed with their kids. So now being an adult and then kind of commiserating with her in a sense, because I was like, this isn't it. You did this for how long? And I'm telling her, like, I'm kind of telling her how this is crazy. There's got to be another way. At least that's what I'm thinking. Like, kind of trying to hear her story and see what I can do better. What, what just living through her and with her so that I can then, you know, continue this. Because, I don't know, I kind of look at this as a blessing. Because I'm like, when am I going to be able to live with my mom in this sense? you know, where she's still able to, like, take care of me versus me taking care of her, although it's an exchange in, in the house. You know, they're older, you do that. So it's just interesting. Yeah, it's like sometimes I, like, tease her. Like, the other day, I was in my room all day, and uh, I walk out to go make some food, and I kind of look in my mom's room to see if she's there. And she's not – I can't find her anywhere. There's no trace of her. <laughs> the car is gone. But she didn't fix her bed. And I was just like, that is so unlike her. What is going on? <laughs> so she came back and I was like, where do you have to go so fast that you couldn't fix your bed? Like, this must be, you know, a big deal. And she's like, I didn't want to go. Or I, I, she did something that she didn't want to do. And, like, I get to see her, the anxiety she goes through to do something she really doesn't want to do, but she has to do. So she doesn't fix her bed. And it just makes her more human. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you did this on top of, caring for me and then telling me to fix my bed and I fought you to the death. If you look at my bed now, it is not fixed. <laughs> I fought her to the death of it. To but the, it feels good when it is fixed. It is nice. It is a nice treat and I treat myself when I, what, change my sheets? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my long-winded answer. Um, let's see. Uh, let's do one more question. Do you guys have a, a question or something that you can think of that maybe like how this ties into the Haitian culture in terms of 
we kind of all have had different experiences, but because we grew up so close to each other, we've been able to, by osmosis, get a little taste of everyone's parental being. That sounds really crazy. I made that up in my head. Um, <laughs> so in terms of how Eileen was saying she was able to have those conversations with her dad, and as she got older, the conversations transitioned into her being able to input her advice and him respecting it. I could kind of see that um, as well, having conversations with her dad as a kid versus now definitely transitioned into he views me as an adult who has a certain, you know, certain autonomy so we can have certain conversations now, right? Um, with your mom, Greg, um, just seeing them more as like, human and we can talk about the, the things that maybe as a kid um, they would hide from you um, or talk really low about. The other day that happened, yeah, they were talking low and I was like, oh, I'm not old enough for that conversation. All right, that's fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> yes. No, they were talking loud over here. They were talking loud until I came out and I was like, I heard y'all before. I'm so y'all were being quiet before. They all, this is why I'm like, they're all flanning together. They all are together. They out here in the streets. There's a family party about to take place. Yeah, they're all getting vaccinated, you know? So they they all, you know, they're trying to get back to their normal. And I don't blame them. But uh, please protect. I like have to wear the mask and just be like, hey guys, I didn't get one. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'll share a cliche real quick. I think that, you know, tomorrow isn't promised and that starts to become more and more, I guess, apparent, you know, looking at uh, my parents in particular, looking at, you know, all of the adults, the the older folk, right? Um, as time goes on, it just becomes more and more evident. And I say that only to say, you know, uh, one thing I've been challenging myself to do is savor the moments more and prioritize the time spent uh, with family much more than it already was. Because uh, you just never know, you know, it's been been crazy year you know with um, pandemania and all that but all that to say um yeah just i challenge each and every one of you to savor the time you know it's uh it's valuable live in the present definitely i yes. wholeheartedly send that energy out to everyone stockpile those recipes you know get those stories oh, i need the recipes. learn those traditions right. all that good stuff so you can provide that same yes if not a better experience for your next generation as you got from them and they did a great job. So Craig, you were on the we are on that. We are on that and definitely and I think this is also seen as like recording that, right? A little bit, talking about them and recording. Oh, I tell, you, tell you guys something off the line. Oh, so just, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say it on here yet, but it's something really beautiful that that is like the Clemas Donuts. No, better no no, no 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 something about what you just spoke of spoke of oh okay great uh yeah um jesus you got me everywhere girl uh, <laughs> yeah I, I live in the present um just kind of savor those moments like greg was saying um i think glory's at the stage of you know starting to have those conversations um and honestly it just gets deeper and deeper as you continue um through this journey so uh oh 
gotta gotta keep one. Oh, who's it. who's coming rolling up to the party now? Who's rolling up into the party? Who came late to the party? Unmute yourself and introduce yourself. That's that Haitian time in real quick. That's definitely unmute yourself and introduce yourself. He rolls up at eight fifty. We'll take it. Is this? Oh, is this right. recording? Uh, I didn't know yes. it was recording. I thought, I thought this was the after party, the afterglow or something. Wow. So you, you wanted the after party. Wow. No, I was, I was trying to do, don't relax. I said I was trying to, but I, when I was logging in now, I was like, look at the time. Like the time that ran on me. I'm like, I'm sure they're not even in there anymore. That's, we that's waited like 45 minutes. Thing. You had time yeah. to tie that do right? <laughs> I didn't even see, how you going to speak your face? You know, I didn't even see your face, so you're on the second page. Wow. That was, she said, "I'm a throw shade from the from the shade <laughs> from, from the bleachers." Ali, nah, the do rag has been on all day. So, kill yourself. Um, hey, yeah. Uh, all right, but yes, I'm out. Yes, hey, Lori, that was rude. I'm not gonna. I'm You're, not gonna out? You're out. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm. Oh. I'll, I didn't. Uh, we didn't mean to chase you away. We just got to give you a light roasting when you come in to the room. So, are you guys recording for the podcast right now? Yeah, currently yes, you are the are. special guest that we yes, talked about that might have joined in the middle of the podcast. Welcome. Greg is down. And now that Greg you said all that, now they Greg, unmute, unmute it, unmute it, Greg. We got to oh, get all of the good. I'm trying to keep my guffaws to myself. This is this is wild. this is definitely wild. I Welcome. I, I, I was trying Welcome, to brother. Be- I think Yo, I was doing like a wrap up sentence. <laughs> I was trying not to do that, but they kept like talking to me. So I just figured to keep going. I don't know. Um, okay, so yeah, so Lisa, edit all of this out. All the way until nah, the No, this is part of the podcast. What are you talking about? 853. This is very Haitian and very. We need to document your tardiness. We need to document it because sometimes you be faking. <laughs> like, the, the uh, who be faking? Oh. 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 Lori's not getting over that. She's not. She needs an apology. Lori needs an apology. It was very inappropriate. <laughs> it was. It wasn't nice. I could go. Like, it's okay. Like, no, that's not what it is. It's not that she does not want you here. I was talking she to just, you, so I was like, talking just, just to her. I can just, like, block her out. If that's, what it, if that's what it needs. Why are you blocking each other? All right. That's what it well, is. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put a pin in it. And we're going <laughs> to keep it moving. Okay? Um. So, yeah, we were talking about how it is as an adult <laughs> to talk to adults. <laughs> do you tell them to kill yourself? Or <laughs> do you, you know, kind of bring the uh, the energy that they, they were giving to you as a kid? What is your scenario like? Don't um. I was like, don't rush what, do by, what do you mean by energy they give you as a kid? What do you what do you mean by that? So, uh, Eileen, do you want to kind of give them a quick synopsis of what your uh, energy from your parents was as a kid? I'm gonna use the same words. <laughs> <laughs> well, for well, for me, it's like you. Uh, well, you know how my parents are. Like they wanted to know what my opinion and perspective was and so they gave me the floor on certain conversations to like voice my opinion um so i was saying earlier that coming from that and transitioning to an adult to adult like conversation was 
somewhat easier. It's just uh, there are certain like little tidbits here and there that you're that make you realize that's an adult to adult conversation. So like for you growing up, like were your parents did your parents keep you in the okay, you're a child, this is your box, and you're just gonna listen to what we're saying, or we're gonna shield you from certain things. And okay, now you're an adult. Now we don't have to shield you. Okay, now we value your opinion. Was was there that big of a difference, or was there a smoother transition, or is it still like that? I don't you never know. All the questions. All the questions. <laughs> so for me and my parents, um, when I was younger, they did like shield me, and you're a child. You know, you're not supposed to be in you know in children conversations, and they limited me from things. But um, I think due to our family dynamics and like, um, I guess like my parents, my parents are both like very intelligent, but like they still would need me to like help them to understand things sometimes. So I'd have to like read things or like, like work through different computer things with them on important details, like help them do their tax returns or like different things for work. So since um, the lines would get, so, so for them, they would use, the, I would have a, adult relationship when I was a child, I would be involved in adult things when they needed me. And when it then, was convenient exactly. for them. And all the other times, I, my opinion or stuff. They're like, like okay, bad. go clean the bathroom. And you're like, I literally just solved an IT problem. I deserve a break. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of how it's, it's when it's convenient. But now as, as I'm older and since I've moved out and um, you know our relationship is different now, it's more so on an adult to adult relationship, you know, obviously they're still my parents and they're still, you know, they're going to see me as their child forever. But um, they're definitely more open to listening to my opinion. And, and I think it's also tied to them seeing like um, me have be like successful. Like the more success that I have, it seems the more like, like the more like adult they give me, like, you know what I mean? So the more they see it, the more they see That's me as that, as that successful, the more that they, they like, Value their definition opinion. of success because let's say you were doing something actual, yeah exactly yeah like their definition of success like you know so um yeah that's my let's experience. say something i mean it's it's happened right where like maybe you went down a different path where they were like this is not what we talked about this was not the plan um they obviously received you. They never turned you away and be like, no, you wanted to do this kind of thing. But like, what was the response in terms of we don't see you as succeeding? It was kind of like, now you got to follow my rules. Now you got to, you know, we tried it your way. It's not going to work. Like, how do you battle that? Because, you know, every everyone kind of has that maybe a, a, a rough running start sometimes, right? Where a lot of millennials uh, move back home um, after college and things like that. Like, let's say you moved out, you have to move back home or, or something like that. Like they didn't see it as being successful. How do you think they would respond in the way they have conversations with you about decisions for your life now? Um, that's a good one. So with my parents, uh, they, they always are supportive in those in those times. They're not the type to I told you so so much when 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 the bad things happen or when I'm like there's I made a decision and it comes and it came out bad. 
Um, they will obviously make their suggestions again and strongly suggest over and over again. But I will give them credit that they do, they don't, they always are supportive, um, even when, um, when I fell or when I made a mistake or, and, and, you know, the only times when, like, when they're angry, that's, you know, you know, Haitians, you know, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. But, they are going to um, give you the uh, passive yeah, aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure when they talk to each other, I'm sure that they say the things, you know, that they're thinking, I told you so to each other. And then they start but, talking um, low when you walk by, like, hey. Yeah, but, but as long as like, you know, they, they, they don't say it to me, and I, and I do appreciate I do appreciate that, you know, that they talk, they keep their they talks to themselves, you know. Um do you feel like they speak to you as a as a full adult? And that's um, a question for everyone. I say yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as as much as I think parents can, like you know, like like you feel like I yeah okay you answered the question. Um, I can answer. Um, I think I started putting boundaries very early. Um, and my mom kind of like really wanted it to happen. So it was kind of like, hurry up and make these kids adults, like functioning adults. Um, maybe not hurry up, but like maybe hurry up. Cause she definitely was like, I want to live my real life. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel like I was able to start kind of having like pushback on the direction earlier than, excuse me, than I would say excuse me um some of you maybe i don't know i don't know what it is um but the response you know was maybe different so yes i definitely feel like i talked to my mom like full adult mm -hmm. lisa mm, yes i think there was an incident yesterday i'm personally therapy like a lot of things in therapy. Thank God and also, to therapy. We should do that as our intro. Thank God to therapy. <laughs> and then knowing that everything is not, um, it happens overnight. Like this took time for me to get to where I'm at. Um, but there was a moment in time where I had a conversation recently that I realized that, or before that, somebody made me realize that some things in my life, the way that I have a conversation, I'm still looking at it as a little girl. So I'm looking at it in a little girl's eyes. So even in adult conversations that I've had with people outside of my my parents, um, other adults, I'm, I'm responding at a little girl. And that was a huge wake-up call. I was like, nope, I don't want to hear it. Where am I? Like, basically, I like cut it off. I was like, nah, I don't want to talk to you no more. Um, and I realized that's how I reacted. And I had to really take a step back and realize how I've been receiving a lot of things, especially when it comes to my parents. And I think like Lori saying, like when Lori said that, like she talks because of working with kids, she sees little kids in every, like little kids in everyone. I, I guess by that I was able to like open my eyes and see that there's certain, there's certain hurts that are timeless within everybody in this world. There's certain things that like, if you haven't really fully dealt with are still triggers and you respond. Your inner child, girl, it's your inner child. Oh, and that everybody has these, these moments where they they're not present in the current conversation and they're in the past. And so I think by being able to approach it and have these conversations, I think that I feel like my parents are seeing me more and more and have more adult conversations and see me as adult because I'm not reacting as a little girl anymore and I'm reacting as an adult and trying to have a, like an adult, um, adult, adult to adult conversation. 
yeah that's a very fascinating thing and then you just for me i let myself go and i'm saying that i'm here and present and i'm having these conversations but um she was saying how it's kind of funny how like you come back and like you're the kid and you kind of make us feel like kids because we've been doing things that we know like we probably shouldn't do or we, you know should be better go take a walk or something like that but it takes for me to either tell them or really I just do it and then they'll want to join in so kind of just being an example but it's weird because either they'll see me as an example for an adult or they'll be like you're still a kid you're only doing that because you're a kid and I'm old so I can't so kind of interesting that's super fascinating but it's cool it makes us as humans that we're always learning we're always learning and there's always some wisdom in every age that we're at and there's even wisdom in what they're giving us at this point in time um but there's always wisdom and it shows you to like let go of your ego yeah anybody else wants to answer answer you remind me what the question was Sorry, I'm talking to no one. If you feel like your parents fully view you and you can have conversations with them as adults. Um, and that question was <clears throat> after Vlad was saying, with success, he feels like his parents kind of respect him more to make these decisions as an adult and kind of like back off a little bit. Um, so do you feel that way? Like, or your, your parents are probably going to be like, Nah, Lori, like, you can't handle it, but let, let, let me step in the, the driver's seat. Um, I feel like I I still have to establish some sort of credibility because I'm not successful. I wouldn't say I'm successful yet, and I'm not independent yet. So um, I feel like I have to establish my credibility in different ways. So, like, if I'm staying at the house, it would be, like, for example, for example, I guess if I were to live with them and they were cooking for me, cleaning up after me all the time, then it would be harder for me to, hmm, like, speak up about things that I feel like they're doing wrong because it's like, I don't know what it feels like to have all that responsibility and still have to do everything right. Um, but, you know, like, just doing things around the house or showing them that, like, I at least understand what some of that mode is like and... I'm able to do that then because I because I established my credibility like, that way then they're more likely to, to listen to me. It seems like it's like an exchange system, right? Like you have to show your worth and your value for you to then be able to be able to make these decisions. Okay. Right. Yeah, I I definitely yeah, I feel that way as well. Um, I feel like I'm, I've taken, I've, I've really tried to take that out of my head because that places a lot of pressure on us as kids who are transitioning as adults. And I think the point that I made earlier in terms of like seeing them as human and as people, because we are, we're very similar. Like once like I would point out what it was, let's say they were burning the beans, right? Or something was happening and you're like, look at you, like you're not paying attention and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, I don't want to say that because they, they're working at long hours and they have to pay the rent. Instead of being like, hey, why don't you go, like you're obviously tired, you shouldn't be cooking. Like you obviously need some time for yourself. Like kind of be that like loving parent or that that friend 
like, cause it's like, it's a different level now. Like I'm not the kid anymore. Um, so I can now peer to peer a little bit. Like obviously you're senior. She could be like, I keep them, keep them a fan. Like she could brush me off, but I know I tried. Um, and I'll, I'll let her struggle with it if that's what she wants, but that's not usually the answer I get. Um, yesterday me and my mom were changing the router and she was like, pass me the cable and like whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> catch it. <laughs> like what? No, that's crazy. That <laughs> My mom doesn't do that. Like I've never done that with my mom. It's always been me going and doing it, you know, being an adult at a convenient time. Right. Um, and then, yeah. So I think once they start realizing like we're more similar and let me share these things with the kids so that they can then see it and do better. I think that would be something cool to see. Okay. Well, I appreciate you all for coming and joining us. Um, thank you for giving us your time, even though it was for however long it was. Um, <laughs> Thanks, so, guys. So, Ippy, that's it. Ippy, that's it, y'all.